December 14, 2018, 9-11 a.m. Hey, Chris. Just throwing this out there because it's been popping up in my mind for a few weeks. Ever think about doing an RPG podcasty thing? I've, <laughs> I've been mulling doing some sort of short podcast as a limited time experiment, but without co-hosts to interact with, that would get pretty dull. I'm not a font of RPG wisdom, but it might be fun to pick one RPG-related question or topic and just chat about it for 15 minutes or so, like how to run a fun game for kids, how to deal with scheduling and busy adults, how to make trips to town in between adventures interesting, etc., etc. If you ever feel like experimenting with something like that, I'd be interested. December 14th, 2018 at 9.22 a.m. Yep, I'd be up for it. The best advice I've ever heard about podcasting is to record like five episodes and just trash the first two or three of them. Uh, revisit the topics later if you must, but make them go away forever because they will not be good. I have a server we can host it on too, so it's just a matter of doing it. December 14, 10, 13 a.m. Chris, I think the more specific the topic, the better. I personally am really drawn to the idea of a podcast that talks about one super specific question for 10-ish minutes, or 15 or 20, but not 60. I'm partial to talking about specific DMing stuff, not broad topics like how do you make your game world, but more the stuff you're talking about. How do you teach people new dice mechanics? How do you make NPCs memorable? How do you do player handouts? How do you fit a good game into two hours? How do you pick a game to run for non-gamers, etc., etc.? Love the, quote, pick a spell, build an NPC idea. That feels almost like a fun challenge. Wonder how many others we could come up with like that. December 14th, 2018 at 1035 a.m., I'd lean heavily towards let's commit to and record three of our favorite topics from this and see what comes of it. Worst case, no one other than us ever hears them. Smiley face. January 4th, 2019 at 11.53 a.m. Also, this is very obvious, but we should make a D10 table for the topic and roll at the beginning of the call. That'll keep us from overthinking, and honestly, it's more fun. January 14. I love the idea of rolling a D10 to pick a topic. Yes, let's do it. Hello, and welcome to Roll for Topics 100th episode. Normally, this is a uh, podcast related to um, talking about topics related to running role-playing games, but uh, today we are going to look at our history. Um, we have recorded so many of these podcast episodes. Anyway, so that intro that you just heard was Andy and I reading the the genesis of Roll for Topic, which was started by uh, Andy just sort of emailing me out of the blue around Christmas time, just saying like, hey, we should do a podcast and me very naively saying, sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> what I've learned from reading this is that this podcast was born in like a 17 minute uh, delirious email exchange. Yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, it, it was pretty amazing. I went back and I found that, uh, an, yeah, that original thread where we just <laughs> were going to, going back and forth. Um, we cut out a lot of the um, the like scheduling mishaps that uh, popped up immediately upon <laughs> trying to get yeah get both of us together to um, to schedule the podcast or yeah schedule our first recording of the podcast. Um, but yeah, it was. It was really fascinating looking at this. Yeah, like you said, it just kind of all came together in the span of a couple minutes um, that we just decided to try it. And I think the the idea was that if it was a disaster, it was no big deal, right? Because like, who, yeah, who cares? We just sort of release it, maybe tell one or two people and then um, never do it ever again. But instead, we are now, yeah, we've done like a hundred hours worth of recorded podcasting at this point. Like I have a few other things that I want to talk about, but maybe I will turn it over to you, I guess. When you sent that initial email were you thinking that this would be a long-term thing? I don't think so. In fact, I think in my first email, I was I kind of was already 
I was already throwing out the idea that it might be just a limited uh, experiment thing. I, I did not really imagine it would be a multi-year thing. Mm-hmm. Mostly, I just remember I'd been having so many good and uh, in interesting conversations with you about practical GMing stuff on the side that it just seemed a shame that the two of us were batting these ideas back and forth. And it's not that we are like gurus who needed to share our wisdom with the world, but I don't know. They were good conversations and the idea of why not just let other people like listen and then even better, why not look for other people we could like pull in to join these conversations. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember, I should look back at my timeline. I think I'd only been officially GMing for like maybe a year, maybe six months or so at that time. So it felt like a lot of the conversations we were having too, were like me asking you, you, the, the battle hardened GM, like, you know, these questions that were like probably pretty obvious that had like easy answers for you or like, like, Oh, I can remember that. And um, yeah. So I just kept proposing these things to you enough. And apparently it planted a seed (laughs) that like, maybe we should uh, open these conversations up to other people. Yeah. Well, I mean, among the things I've learned doing the podcast is that yes, these are all, all the, all the topics and questions we've discussed, you know, they, they've been asked, they were asked first asked in the seventies, you know, and we're still asking them today because it's not exactly true that they're, it's, it's hard to GM, you know, well, but mm-hmm. uh, no one has ever just mastered it. And there's always nuances to explore and there's always new things to take into consideration, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so and it's part of what makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also, I'm trying to remember when the idea to bring on guests happened or not, like, cause I don't know if that was part of the initial conversation when we were talking about like, Oh, let's do a podcast and we'll, we'll invite on some guests. But I'm just so glad that we did because like looking back at the like, especially some of the early people who came on, like, you know, Kyle Latino came on pretty early on. I think Matt Wilson, um, we had Jess on, like, I'm going to forget everybody, everybody who was like the first, the first 10 guests or so. Um, but it was really fascinating to me, like how quickly people said yes to coming on the podcast. And I'm so thankful that they did because right, like now there's this little community and stuff around around the, uh, around the podcast. Um, yeah. And that's amazing to have like a, to have listeners in the first place. Cause I, I would imagine a lot of podcasts don't have, have many listeners, <laughs> but then too, like just to make all these relationships and like these friends and stuff through the, through the podcast, people to, you know, have played games with these people to yeah record other podcasts, you know, like heck, like Splatbook has spun up too, um, sort of out of the podcast as well. Um, yeah. So like that, that part of it is really amazing to me. Yeah. Yeah. Seven out of the first 10 episodes, the first three episodes we did were just you and me. Mm-hmm. And then the next seven after that all had different guests on, which was uh, super exciting. So, and yeah, you know, as we've recorded, I mean, I always start to feel like things are getting a little tedious when we go too many episodes without a guest. So I, yeah. I like that that's continued to be a thing. So yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, I had one other kind of piece of history that I wanted to, to dredge up here. Um, so in addition to the, uh, those like kind of initial emails that we sent back and forth, we also, um, had to decide what we we're going to name the podcast at one point. So, um, Andy, I have here in our Google Docs the, the list of like our, our various terrible names for the podcast that we were considering. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, um, so I wanted to read just like a few of these just to kind of bring up like what, what could have been <laughs> for a role for topic. Um, so the, the list starts off with uh GM question of the week question mark, <laughs> which uh, yeah, I think that would have been um, maybe the worst one out of all these. Are there any that like, I know you have this list too. Is there anything that jumps out to you? What GM stress about? 
What Gygax yeah. never told you. <laughs> uh, GM questions you didn't know you had. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of things like these. I mean, some are fine, some are dumb, but you can you can see us trying to like kind of wrap our own heads around what we hope the podcast would be, mm-hmm. and that's kind of fun. Yeah, I like this uh, game master's guide to running the game. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course, right? We have all the answers here. Um, yeah. Um, I also like the the magical GM advice podcast. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm thinking back on this conversation. I remember, like, I think we weren't even sold on the um, the title of role for topic for a while either. I think it's one of those no. things where we sort of grew grew we, into it as an okay title. Yeah, I mean, even today, I mean, I. I mean, it's a, it's kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird title. It's not even always relevant to what we're doing on the podcast, but yeah, you know, at a certain point, I mean, there's no end to the uh, amount of ideas you could have and you just need to pick one and run with it. So roll yeah. for topic. We are. Yep. Yeah. This is not an uh, announcement podcast where we're going to change the name or anything. Like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Be honest, Chris, was there a name on this big list that you secretly wished we had chosen for the podcast? Oh, that's a good question. I at I think when we were starting, I think I was really gunning for um, GM discussions mm. as our as the name of it. Yeah, um, and that's actually what's what our um, what our website is right now. Which we need to change that. We also own RollForTopic.com, but <laughs> yeah, we need to change change that at some point. But I think like at the time, I was like really really intrigued with the idea of like having this be be like like almost starting as like a podcast network like i think i have this idea that we were going to do do this role for topic thing for a little bit but then we're going to spin off and do another different podcast and like kind of keep on switching up what we're doing um and then the reality is i think when we started looking at like well gm discussions it was a lot of like car stuff that kept popping up whenever i was googling (laughs) Googling Uh, around for names and things like that right because you know gm has has different connotations for people who are into into cars so yeah what about you was there anything else that you were like oh we should have we definitely should have used that one. Well, I mean, so there's a lot of great RPG re- and related podcasts that have names that are, you know, puns or callouts to a book title or some other role playing term. So I, as cheesy it is, I am kind of, uh, I'm kind of fond of like the game master's guide to running the game and mm-hmm. things like that, that are sort of, you know, I don't know if they quite rise to the level of being a bad pun, but they're like a little, uh, I don't know, a little salute, uh, a salute to a, a format uh, or a title that we've all heard as role players. Yeah. Yeah. I think we, we talked about there's uh, on the list is GM appendix. And I kind of wonder if uh, appendix GM would have been an okay title oh. too, but uh, appendix GM, too is that even on the list? I don't think so, which is kind of wild. We, but... So we have GM appendix on there, but yeah. we weren't smart enough to do the obvious thing and make that appendix GM, which is yeah. clearly what, have called this podcast yes yeah well okay sorry okay. i guess someone else take the idea well thanks chris i'm now filled with regret having looked at this list of uh, missed opportunities yeah uh, okay well we'll just re-record all all 99 other episodes and, and insert that into it um yeah well that i think that's that's sort of it that i had for like the historical artifacts that we have from the the early days um as mentioned i think we've we've maybe said this on the podcast we did in fact throw away the very first episode um, that we, we ever recorded. And I'm pretty sure I don't have a copy of it. I was looking for it this morning just to see like, oh, maybe I could dredge it up and see see how bad that was. But I think it is very much lost to time. <laughs> yeah, and that's probably for the best. I mean, and that said, I mean, I don't, 
it wasn't like, uh, you know, we were spewing inanities, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't think either of us had ever done anything like recording a podcast before. So we're stumbling around our words and saying, um, and, uh, a lot now, a hundred episodes in just, I guess, imagine what it was like on episode one. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was, yeah. it was much worse. I remember editing those, yeah. the first couple of those and we had yeah no idea what we were going to do or yeah, no idea what we were doing there. And I think even like the editing process too was like, you know, you're trying to figure out sort of what your tone and your style is going to be. Yeah. I think there was also this fear of in the beginning of like, oh, we're going to say something and I don't know, like people are going to get mad about it or something like that. Cause we, we didn't know what it was going to be at all either, yeah. at least for me. Like, right. It's like, I don't, I don't know what this is gonna, <laughs> going to turn into. Um, I don't know if there's any like grand lesson to draw from that other than like, you know, try to do it, I guess. Like I'm, I'm a big fan of us doing this podcast. So for sure. Yeah. yeah. So if it's not clear by now, we're not doing our usual uh, rolling for a topic or anything like that. So yeah. If you were kind of waiting nervously, like, when are they going to stop this interminable intro section and get to the topic? There, There is not going to be an end to this <laughs> interminable intro section. Yes. Uh, Chris, I do have a couple specific questions maybe I I want to um, draw on your er, four or so years of experience as an RPG podcaster. And mm. so I was curious, uh, what is a game you've tried specifically because of this podcast? Oh, that's a really good question. I think the thing that I have that this podcast has pushed me to try is honestly like writing my own stuff more. Mm. Yeah. I think like that's been part of what we've done. Excuse me. Every like holiday season is we, we end up, we build a dungeon and play a dungeon. It's sort of our, our yearly, yearly thing. So we'll, we'll build a dungeon on air. And I think before we started doing that and before we started really like talking about all these individual topics and stuff, like I just didn't think that I had it in me necessarily to like go and make my own stuff. Like, I think I thought it was more complicated than maybe it is, um, you know, and not to like downplay the fact that, you know, I've got experience running games now and like I've done a bunch of stuff and, and those sorts of things. But I thought that was like something that someone else did, right? Like someone else is the the person who's going to make, make the adventure that you can run. Um, yeah. Yeah. Run on an actual player at the table. Uh, yeah. So from, to me, that's the thing that, yeah, I'm just jumping to is that, and I'm thinking like individual games, I want to say like the quiet year, which is a game I love. I'm sure I heard about through this podcast. Mm, Yep. Uh, Yeah. What about you? For me, I think the biggie would just be uh, blades in the dark and it's Mm. ilk. Yeah. Um, I can, you know, I've, I've never been a, this is the only way to role play is D and D or the true Gygaxian way is the only acceptable form of role playing type of person. But that said, I think without the encouragement of guests and people on this podcast, I probably would have looked at something like Blades in the Dark, which I now find really inspirational, even just to think about and to read and is greatly enjoyable in play. I, I think I would have looked at that and thought, eh, that's too, too like newfangled for me. There's too many, there's too many new concepts in there that are different than what I'm used to. And I probably wouldn't have given it a shot Hmm. and I'm glad I did. And there's a whole spectrum of game that before this podcast, really most played by the apocalypse stuff just held relatively little appeal to me before we started this podcast. And uh, there's still a lot of those games that aren't quite for me, but I find myself much more, intrigued by what they're trying to do and what experiences they're trying to create specifically because we've had so many people come on the show and talk about 
um, I don't know, talk about that kind of game that rather mm-hmm. than simulate reality, it's trying to model a very particular kind evoke a very particular kind of experience at the table. That's, mm-hmm. that's a little bit, I was, that's kind of new to me yeah. uh, or, or it was in 2018 or whatever, when we started this thing and it's, you know, been a really gratifying thing to add to my RPG because so many of those things I can just take and bring right into like my regular dungeon crawling D and D game if I want, and it makes it better. So, yeah. Yeah. Early on, we made the decision to not make the podcast necessarily just about D and D. And I'm so glad that we did, even though I think at the time, that's what both of us were running. Yep. Running pretty heavily. Um, yeah. And I don't even know exactly why we made the decision again, you know, <laughs> considering, <laughs> considering what we were running at the time, but like, yeah, I mean, it's really expanded. I think even the sorts of people that we were, you know, like willing to bring on as guests and to talk to as well. And like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's amazing, right? The hobby is pretty big, you know, when it comes down to it. Right. And like D and D is, is massive. And I think everybody's, you know, has played a campaign of it or, you know, thought about playing a campaign of it and stuff, but like, there's just so many fascinating other things happening um, in there. Yep. Yeah. I think about, was it last summer or two summers ago, we did like a summer of experiments where we ended up playing a few, mm-hmm. few different games, um, doing a few different actual plays on the podcast. And I think about a game that we did uh sports or just numerology. Yeah. Um, yep. Right. And like that game, it's a one page RPG, you know, it's pretty, very easy to pick up. Um, but it is just, it's such a unique experience that I think still fits within the, the, the classification of like a role-playing game, right? Like yep. it still fits in there, but like it's, you would, you know, like you would never have come up with it as like a little side thing in your D and D campaign or anything like yeah. that. Like, yeah, it's it just, it feels like a different, different beast entirely, but it's also, I probably think about it more than some D and D sessions I've run. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. Is there, I'm curious, is there something you've changed your mind about like a, a view you held or just an idea that you had about the hobby or about mm-hmm. your games that you've changed your mind either abruptly after one particular episode or that you evolved to have a different take on it? Mm, yeah. I used to run only theater of the mind games, right? So like I would, you know, and I thought that that was a, like the ideal experience at the table was like, you know, like we're just going to kind of narrate this together like that. And I think through this, through the podcast and then also talking with people on like the discord and like former, you know, guests and stuff like that, just realizing that like not everybody's brain can even process information in that way was like a very, like it was a revelation and it was a really good thing to learn, learn and hear that like, it's not just like minis are not, you know, taking away from the, um, you know, like the storytelling at the table. It's like some people just need to see it, uh, you know, like see it kind of laid out in front of them. So like, I've, I've very much changed my mind on that. And like, now I will, will absolutely put, put something down on the table just so we can sort of see even placement stuff. And they're like, that seems like such a small, like silly thing, but like before recording the podcast, it, I don't think it ever would have occurred to me that like I was wrong. <laughs> wrong about yeah, that. For sure. Yeah. And I'd like to think that I, I'm open to, you know, changing lots of stuff about the way that I, you know, like the way that I run games, but like, that's one that really sticks out to me is like, yeah, I, I think I've done an abrupt 180 on that um, over the course of course of the years. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have anything that you can think, think of that so, you've changed? There's, there's nothing I felt strongly where I did like a complete 180 on it in that way. That's a wonderful story, by the way. Like, mm. and that's, yeah. Uh, but one thing that my thinking is just very different than it was a couple of years ago. And, I, and it's just entirely because of this podcast and mostly the guests we've had on, honestly, 
is uh, I've changed the way I look at the quote boring parts of a role playing session. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, when we came on, I mean, we we are constantly, or at least I am constantly groaning about like when games get bogged down in like extended shopping sessions or mm-hmm. um, you know things that aren't um, things that wouldn't make for exciting action scenes in like a movie. Uh, and we talk about things like travel and th- there's a lot of hard stuff that's like, there's a lot of difficult stuff that happens in between the action scenes that I think before I started this podcast, my inclination was how can we like abstract or get through this as quickly as we can to get to the exciting part. Hmm. And uh, I know specifically like in wh- when we talk to guests and they share anecdotes, it's, it. uh, it dawned on me over time that they're rarely sharing like amazing fights that yeah. they have. And, <laughs> um, you know, again, this is a, a D and D I'm thinking I'm talking in a pretty D and D centric way, but, um, yeah. So, you know, uh, leaning into like travel as an opportunity to ask questions and, and prompt role-playing opportunities, for example, or, um, really investing in NPCs, even minor ones, mm-hmm. uh, and, dangle lots of opportunities to, for the PCs to grab onto like little incidental things that they decide are important to them. Those are all just questions I didn't really ask myself uh, much before hmm. because most of my thinking was, okay, I've got this combat scene prepped. Okay. And then, then we'll kind of move on somehow. We'll kind of abstract our way to the next big scene. So does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. I think, yeah. Again, I think a lot of our guests have sort of pushed us pushed us in that direction too. Um, I think there is, there is a lot of interest that can be had there. And I think a lot of the skills, at least that I've gained in doing this podcast are in how to handle different situations at the table, like in having some of those like anecdotes or even just, you know, people sort of in the back of my brain saying like, Oh, you can make this interesting because I I made it interesting in this way. Yeah. Like that's, that's the value of the podcast, right? Like that's the value of doing this for me. Yeah. Yeah. You, something that has come up, you've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast took me a little while to kind of uh, wrap my head around it. But, you know, you had this, you recommended to me once at some point, and it really stuck in my brain that, you know, travel, travel, for example, is an opportunity for you to give players an opportunity to react to something and describe Mm -hmm. how their character is feeling about something, you know, like you turn the bend and you see the mountain and there's a, you know, whatever, the sun is rising over the mountain and, what, is, what does that remind your character of? Or how does your character, what does your character say when they see that? And mm-hmm. yeah, those are just things that I would not have come up with on my own. Like you mm-hmm. need, you need other GMs to be, you know, you, I think we all need other GMs to, we all do this differently. And so we need other GMs to periodically share some of what they do. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, can I, can I ask you a question? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't know why I asked for permission, but, um, you, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. I can't go anywhere. I'm kind of strapped. Yeah. Into, you're kind of, kind of strapped into recording the, the here, here. So, um, yeah. So what, how has the podcast bled into your real life? Right. Like, so this is, this is a bit of a abstract question, you know, talking about abstract stuff, right? Like, uh, so for me, I think about like the, even just the basic idea of having to tell people that you, you do a podcast, you know, like there's, there's sort of that level of it level of it but um yeah have you seen like yeah how has the podcast i guess come up in your your day-to-day uh conversations and things like that 
So I don't do too much mentioning of the podcast mm -hmm. in day-to-day -day conversations. And I mean, we, we say a lot of kind of self-deprecating things about podcasts and about RPGs for that matter. But, you know, I'm just, I'm not, I don't want to be perceived as trying to push my podcast on people that aren't really interested in it. Right. You know, yeah. so for me, the biggest effect this podcast has had is give me a project that requires time and deliberate attention and a little, a little bit of discipline yeah. to get these, you know, to get these episodes recorded and edited and published. That, that is the biggest single effect that is, is had on my life. And that affects other areas of my life because now I have podcast recording night and I have, Oh, on Thursday night and I'm whatever, I'm going to have to you know, be editing the podcast. So, mm -hmm. so it's more like things in my, it, it's been sort of a weirdly stable line through my last four years yeah but i haven't had too many so it's been important to me personally that said i haven't really interacted much with like what you might call the quote general public about it mm -hmm. if i know you and and i know you're into rpgs i've i'm sure i've mentioned the podcast at some point but i don't know how about you yeah i think the like the stability thing i think for me has been such an important part of like even just like weathering like the pandemic for example yeah right like th like having role for topic was pretty huge for me mentally i think you know of of having that like you know marking time is pretty important during stressful situations yeah right especially like long-term stressful situations because if you don't do that and this is something that uh brandon uh, they mentioned to me me in person like yeah if you don't start to mark the time during a stressful stressful time like then everything just starts to blend together you mm -hmm. know so for me over the past you know especially two and a half years having this is like this stable thing of like i know that the podcast is not going anywhere i know the community is not going anywhere right like i have we have we have friends and we have people that are listening and stuff like that's been so nice um you know especially just as you know stuff has changed my my own life right like since we started the podcast i now have another child like right yeah. I've changed jobs a couple times Right. Like, but you know, in the background's always been this thing that's, that's going, that's never going to be this like giant thing that I monetize. Right. This is not like a side hustle that we're trying to get to get to a certain point so we can like flip on ads or anything like that. Right. Like <laughs> right. Yeah. We have different, different goals for it than that. Um, yeah. So it's, it's been really cool in that, that regard. The thing that I found, cause I think like just knowing you and I, um, our personalities and stuff, like it, the podcast comes up in my, my life probably more than it does in yours. Um, and it's been, it's really fun to sort of see people's reactions to it. Cause I'll often like lead with like, I have a podcast and then sometimes I'll just like kind of get it all out in one shot. Like I have a podcast that's about D and D right? Yeah. like, you know, just like, mm -hmm. let's just see if any of that is going to stick with you. Right? Like, Cause <laughs> you know, for, for a lot of people, they hear, they hear podcasts, they say like, ah, oh, geez, you nerd. And then they hear D and D and they're like, I don't want anything to do with you yeah. <laughs> from here on out. It's fine. But then for other people, it's like, oh, that's so cool. Right. Like, and there's something about that that is really, um, invigorating to people. Um, and I like being on the other side of that too. And be like, yes, it is cool. Like you should start your own podcast. Like you should play D and D, you know, like whatever, whatever form that takes. Um, yeah. And that's really cool. And then sometimes we'll have people that you might mention it to them, you know, then they go and listen to the podcast too. And like that, that is like a, an honor and a privilege that I think I will never, never quite get over yeah. is when people like, yeah, give us their time. Um, that is always yeah. mind blowing yeah. <laughs> to encounter someone that found us in the wild and yes. cared enough to say something about it. That's neat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's great. And like, I think almost all of our guests, like, you know, especially in the past year or two have come out of people that have been 
in some way connected to the podcast, I think, right? Like, yeah. you know, there's a handful that maybe haven't, but they, they're either, you know, listeners or, um, you know, friends of listeners, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Um, and that's just like, yeah, that is just a marvel and, and amazing, amazing to me. Yeah. Another way that it's sort of um, manifested is, I mean, it's been a rough couple of years for me. My gaming has been really scattershot. Mm-hmm. Like, ironically, my gaming got really unpredictable and scattershot about when we started this podcast for yeah. unrelated reasons. And then the pandemic hit and, you know, and everything happened. And it's nice to, it's nice to have, you know, I don't have a weekly game at the moment, for example, that I'm always prepping for and have in the back of my mind. But, you know, I do have a, you know, we do have this recurring time when we get together and talk about RPGs, which is a nice focus time. And, oh, yeah. And in maybe a bigger sense, something as a GM, I've, as a GM and kind of as a quote nerd, you know, generally you struggle with this kind of embarrassment about your hobby. Yeah. Uh, and some of that is fun. You know, sometimes it's fun to be a little self-deprecating. But if something, at the end of the day, if you find personal value in something, you owe it You owe it to yourself to invest in it with and to remove that layer of sort of ironic, that ironic buffer, buffer of irony that you kind of place between yourself and the thing you like. Yeah. And so for me, that's just, I'm speaking personally, I don't know how, if other people have had this experience in this way or not, but for me, it has been nice to have, uh, this podcast has encouraged me to take this game seriously as more, to to take gaming in general seriously uh, as a type of social interaction and expression that I get a lot of value out of, Um, you know, obviously. I prioritize that appropriately against my other life, you know, (laughs) uh, other life responsibilities. But to me, that was a, that's been a big thing and I'm still working on it. Um, Yeah. But this podcast has been a big part of of that for me. So I don't know. Do you have any reactions to that? Yeah. I mean, my first reaction is like, oh, you're such a Gen Xer, right? Like when it (laughs) comes to, yeah, (laughs) right. Like, oh, of course I can't actually like the thing I like. Um, Right. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I think there, there's some element of that. Like, I imagine the the Zoomers have this all figured out, right? Like, they're <laughs> ah. <laughs> maybe, um, yeah. But I, I think there there is something that is for sure about that. I think there is like, yeah, for me, there's some amount of guilt associated with anything that's not like uh, not putting food on the table, right? Like, there's sure. like, oh, but like, I mean, why would I focus on that when I could be focusing on the thing, right? That's gonna, you know, I don't know, raise my salary or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, I think what you said in there is just so so smart like taking it seriously and like i don't think there's anything wrong with taking things seriously you know even if they are silly or like imaginative or playful like that there's there's no problem with like and i think there's a lot of value to be had in like yeah in thinking hard about the things that you're doing and like why you're doing them um yeah yeah, i mean like it's the same thing i don't know like i think about actors quite a bit as something that i could never do myself like acting like is it's it's scary. It seems really hard and like physically demanding, you know, in a way. And, but I mean, inherent, inherently, right. It's also sort of silly. You're just sort of pretending, you know, like on stage, but like the people that take that seriously and get really into it and really figure out like what it is, like it's, it can be a very emotional experience for people who are watching them. Right. And I think the same thing can be said for, for RPGs in some way. Like if you take it seriously and you really, you know, 
put yourself into it and like your players are putting themselves into it too. It can be an experience that you don't have in other, in other ways. Right. And like that, that is cool. And that should be celebrated and lauded. Um, not something that I think we're shy about. Right. Like I think people should be jealous that you have a D and D campaign that's been going for, (laughs) going for a couple of years. It should not be like a, Oh, that's sad. Like, right. Like it should be like, that's amazing. Um, you know, you've managed to do this for this long. Like you're telling this story together. Okay. All right. So that, that was sort of a lot, but let's, let's transition to the, the next thing. Um, yeah. So I am wondering, is there an episode that we have done that really sticks out to you as like, Oh, that one, that's one that I think about a lot or that I go back to anything like that. So there are a couple, mm-hmm. I think the one I think about the most was one of our summer experiment ones. And it was that, uh, that, it was a quasi actual play where you and a guest were creating a competitor franchise to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I just had a lot of fun. I was sort of the quasi GM of that. And yeah. I just had so much fun doing that. And that was also kind of on the technical side. I think that was maybe like early mid pandemic. So like the, uh, there were a couple you know, maybe that first five or six months of pandemic isolation had were coming to a head. And I, uh, I took the opportunity to mess around with more like sound effects and music stings episode. And I learned that that takes way more time than I can commit, but it's super fun. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think that of all of the of the various sort of actual play episodes we've done, all of which I have enjoyed that episode and those other episodes. I mean, they do make me think regularly that there is a lot of joy to be had in like playing a game on air like Mm -hmm. that. And you and I talk a lot about to what extent should we incorporate actual play into the show more than we do. And both of us, I think are kind of in favor of the idea, but we, it's hard to translate that into a, concrete plan and make it happen so yeah i I think i've strayed away from your question but that episode where we did the teenage mutant ninja turtles was really fun for me so how about yeah that one was really fun fun to play in i think i just i remember laughing quite a bit during during (laughs) that episode there's just something about it that was very very joyful yeah i uh, remember editing it normally you know, normally kind of laughing at your own jokes in a podcast is pretty tedious to listen to. Yeah. But that was one where I let a lot of the laughter stay just because it conveyed the, uh, the mood of the table, the virtual table, you might say. Yeah. Um, so I think I have two, well, I've got three. So like one is we did, uh, the episode to me that like really sort of like changed my mind about what the podcast could be was when we were talking about doors and dungeons and it ended up being this Mm -hmm. like very long conversation about like one specific element. And I think like I go, we go back to that quite a bit because it is, it, to me, it is a singular moment in the the podcast history where we're like, oh, the narrowing in of the detail on the question is the interesting part. And it's not the like the solving some sort of big problem. It's like, you know, as it's the tiny, the tiny things that actually have a big impact on your game. Um, so I like that one a lot. There is an episode we did about like anxiety, which I I think about quite a bit too. Um, Mm -hmm. we talked about like, yeah, different anxieties that come up with, with GMing. Um, and I think that to me was an example of an episode where we could get a little bit more real about like what was going on, like what's going on with GMing and stuff. I mean, I liked having that conversation on air quite a bit. 
kind of putting that out there to see see what people did. And I think we've heard yeah, back I remember, from a I few remember listeners. that one well, yeah. Yeah, I think we've had a few listeners write in to say that they they appreciated that one quite a bit. Um and then uh but the one that I think about like the most is also that uh an actual play. I think it was that first actual play that we did um on the show where we had a couple like you know guests on to run through um or yeah, we had a couple guests on to to make the dungeon and then then run the dungeon. I think That's you right. you ran the first the first sort of actual play that we did <laughs> so this was the like i remember yes yeah this like sewer you know sewer one there was like you know various like a frog frog cultists <laughs> yeah stuff yeah down in a like a sub basement um but that was really fun because i think it was the first time that we had kyle and i think was john on that episode I don't remember, but I don't remember either. I'm going to feel very bad, badly about that, that I don't remember who was there, but, um, you know, like we really kind of pushed ourselves to try something very different at the time from what we were doing. And now it's the sort of thing I look back on, like, and I can't wait to, to do more episodes like that again. Um, right. Where we, we sort of collaboratively build something together and then, then actually run through it because it's just like, it's such a fun part about GMing is coming up with those ideas and then getting to see to me, getting to see the process of like, Oh, this is how those ideas come together. And then these are, these are how the ideas get run at the table is uh, like, yeah, such a fun part about the show. Yeah. We've had a couple of episodes on that stick out of my memory because like I, uh, people describe games to me that sound amazing. Yes. (laughs) I'm like so jealous. Like we, uh, like one of our guests uh, on in the last year or so, I think, was describing a game of East Texas University. Yes, I was just thinking a, about that. Yeah, a game I would not have not have paid it much attention otherwise. But hearing it described, I wanted when we stopped that recording that I wanted to go out and buy those books and force people to play a game of this with me. It <laughs> sounded so cool. Yeah. So I I highlight that one because that one sticks out especially in my mind as a as a game, I, I, I now, I mean, it's such a good idea for a game, but there have been many things like that, uh, that people have described, uh, to us that you're like, Oh my, oh my goodness, that sounds incredible. Like, how can I, can I stop running what I'm running right now and do that game? It's, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's like one of the legit joys of this is hearing people tell me about either games I'm, I've not heard of that turn out to sound amazing or campaign setups that are way more creative than I would have come up with that mm-hmm. sound amazing. And that I, I file all this away to steal and take credit for it later. Of course. Games, by the way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I want to talk a little bit about the, um, the conventions that we've done. Too, oh, yeah. Right. So like, I mean, yeah, this is, this is something that's, it's hard to get across in a, <laughs> in a podcasting medium, but I know we've, you mentioned it in the past. So like we've run like two, two conventions, related to roll for topic um which is wild right like i think i've said wild a couple times in this episode but like that is <laughs> that is just like i I'm not something that i ever would have thought i mean yeah going back, again going back through our initial emails it was not like okay so we're gonna do like 50 episodes and then do a convention and yeah yeah um but those have been really cool i don't know yeah like do you do you remember that first time that we started talking about doing a convention where you like, this is silly. Like what, what was your reaction to the idea? I don't know. Like what's interesting to me thinking about the conventions we've run is that, um, you know, at some point we made the decision that this, we were not going to run these things as just a weekend hangout 
with pals. Mm-hmm. We were going to make it an organized events with an organized event with a schedule of games and scheduled slots for each game and uh, you know GM commitments in advance, what would be run and when it would be run, and uh, that was a great decision in my opinion. Uh, and I, I hope we do lots of casual hangouts too casual get more casual gaming hangout so and we have done a couple of those as well but i don't know when we made that decision Mm -hmm. like this is gonna we're gonna do this a little bit more seriously a little bit more like a convention a little bit less like a a gaming weekend but that was a good decision Mm -hmm. i think on all levels like personally that was it was satisfying for me um and i think it made the events more a lot like just a great deal of fun for me so yeah, yeah, it's definitely more work to pull off than, yeah. oh, than just like know. a coming out. That's the other thing, Joy. I do not know how big conventions are run. I mean, I know people that run them, mm-hmm. and, uh, but just this tiny window into running a very small, <laughs> running a very small mini convention, it has like multiplied by a hundred my appreciation for the people that put on. Well, like for sure, like Gen Con or Origins, oh, but yeah. even like your local convention that gets a couple hundred people, man, yeah. people are working their butts off for yeah. months to make that happen. It's, yeah, it's nuts. Cause we had just shy, I think of 20 people or so at the, this last year's con. Yep. Um, yeah. And I think we did a lot, a lot better than we did the first time, but I just remember the, the first time we were doing it, just like the all the little details you had to keep in your head and just like the, all the questions that we were fielding all the time about like scheduling stuff and where we're going to be and things like that. And it just, it really put a fine point on like, you know, if you know an event planner in your life, like go give them a hug and say like, they're doing, yeah. <laughs> doing a great job. Cause it's just like, it's, it's overwhelming. Right. And like nothing works on a, fits on a nice timetable either. But yeah. And you're we, off, yeah. You're off. And we like talk about it like we, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to talk over you there. Go ahead. You know, well, it's one thing we have gotten better about in the last four years is not talking over each other, but obviously it still happens. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that uh, we are talking as if like we, the two of us put it on, but no. I mean, there's 0% chance that either of the two mini conventions we ran would have happened without volunteers that put in a lot of time mm-hmm. and occasionally a little bit of cash uh, yeah. to uh, to make it happen, so. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, Tim Saucer this last time was just like an absolute asset and all of that. Yes. Um, even just playing the role of like calming both of us down and making us make a decision is super helpful. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I remember the, it, I think you and I were discussing this on the, either right before, or right after the last convention, it felt like, uh, the experience of getting closer to that convention was a lot like the experience of getting closer to a game you're kind of anxious mm-hmm. about running. Yeah. And I remember both of us having a, what are we doing? Should we, like, what are we even doing? Like, this is, this is long, <laughs> this fun. It's going to be a disaster. Yeah. And then right on the eve of the event and then it happens and you're like, that was the most fun I've had in months. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad we did it. When yes. can we do it again? Uh, yeah. That's like a a magnified version of what I personally feel after almost every game I GM, you know, like there's like hour beforehand, you're like, I don't even know, like hardly understand this game's rules. Like this is going to be a disaster. Yeah. My, <laughs> no, no one's going to have, have a migraine coming on, like that sort of thing. And you play it. It's like, wow, that was fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I will say there, 
there's nothing quite like the the stress of running a convention, especially for a bunch of people who are who are GMs because they're they're an organized group. Let's just say, like <laughs> yeah. each individual sort of knows what they're doing, um, right? So in some ways, I'm sure there's a lot of details we've never had to worry about with with, with the cons. Yeah. It's up to you, um, but yeah, those are those are a lot of fun. I hope we keep on keep on doing them. All right. Well, I had like one last thing to bring up. Do you do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about? Uh, I was just going to ask if you want to go on record as throwing out something that you want to do with this podcast Mm. in the future. Like, so let's say the next year or so, like the next year. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good question. I will go on record as saying that I want to have um, more new guests on the podcast. Um, And I think I'm particularly excited about that because I think the episode after this one will have have a guest. Um, yes, on... I can't wait for that. Actually, yeah. we've already done the episode and we have a fantastic guest. for you. Yes. Yeah. That one is going to be, I think a really good one um, for everybody. And then I know we have another person that we're talking to that actually came to the con. Um, and that's, that's where I met him um, too. So you'll know, have him on pretty soon too. Yeah. So I definitely want to have more, uh, yeah, more new people on the podcast. Um, I think like, as we've alluded to a number of times, like we don't need the podcast to pay the bills, which means that that changes a lot of our decisions, yeah. decisions about like what we can actually do with it. Um, yeah. So I think I, I want that and I want more people to listen to it. Um, those are not super concrete goals. I think I also want to do, um, you know, I want to do another, you know, build a dungeon, play a dungeon. And I want this one to be the best one we've ever done. I think there is. Yep. Yeah. And I think, uh, I think we can do that. There's also like in the back of my mind, this is not necessarily like podcast fodder, but like, you know, we've, we've done a number of these actual plays and stuff. And we've talked about this in the past. I really want to sit down and write up and publish some of them Mm -hmm. too. Um, I think that'd be, that'd be really fun, you know, and it's great too. I think from a GM's perspective to be able to have an actual play that you can go listen to about like, this is how, how the game actually went. Um, went along with that, um, with that actual, like along with the, the campaign <laughs> materials or the, the adventure materials too. So yeah, that's something that I've been thinking about. And that's something that I really do want to do in the next year is get some of that material published. Yeah. My answers would be almost the same as yours. Exactly. First one mm-hmm. is more, more guests and specifically more new guests. Um, just, I love meeting new people. It's been by far the most rewarding single part of this podcast has been the guests. Mm-hmm. I would be, I share your interest in better and more actual plays. Mm-hmm. And I am interested in thinking through, you know, is there a way that we could do some sort of actual plays that tie in specifically to stuff that we've talked about in the podcast? Yeah. So yeah. whatever, if we do a podcast and we're talking about doors and dungeons, is there a way in a timely and efficient manner we could put into practice some of the fruits of that discussion that we have with our guests. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would, I would love to see that there, you know, that I've just described a process that would require a lot of intentional work to make it happen. Yes. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the, the other thing that I want to do is, uh, you know, so we have this, we have this podcast network now called Roll, Roll for it media um, and our sister podcast, the splat book um, has kind of spun up and like, you know, we've, I'm not going to say that we've helped them get started because the reality is like, you know, <laughs> John and Kyle don't need our help at all. Like, right. Like yeah. they've, they've... We are now, we are getting advice from them on like, how oh, to 
yes. record and edit our podcast. Yeah, yeah. Just, so then, just so you all know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's been such a joy to see, see them get started. I mean, and like almost immediately blow past us in terms of like, you know, any analytics that you might care about and also yeah. probably the amount of fun that they have while recording. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, like that is just a, a wonderful thing to see something like that sort of like, I don't know, like I don't, I'm really wary about taking any credit for that. I will take credit that we have, we introduced Kyle to John and that's, that's about it that I'll take credit (laughs) for. Um, But yeah, so, I mean, I think that is like, that's just so cool. And I'd love to see a couple more podcasts of some form kind of spin out of um, spin out of roll for it media. Right. Um, And it's not certainly is quite a, uh, quite a gathering of great GMs Mm -hmm. that have come together uh, kind of, loosely around the podcast. Oh so yeah. If you're listening and you're one of those people, come on, let's get your podcast, uh, yeah. your podcast pitch. But yeah. yeah, we, if, if Splatbook gets any better or more popular, we might have to start sabotaging it in some way. Yes. Is my <laughs> only thought, uh, because pretty soon it's going to be, we'll just rename roll for it to the, the Splatbook media. <laughs> but <laughs> then you and I will have to grovel before them to say, that's like, right. Can we please, please let us on. <laughs> <laughs> um okay all right well that's gonna make both of them feel very good um because i know them and they're lovely people who like being uh talked nicely about so (laughs) yeah um okay all right well i think we should we should stop there um i i mean this has been the most navel gazy episode of roll for roll for topic that you will ever hear probably until we hit episode 200 and then we're gonna have even more (laughs) more looking back and we'll probably do the exact same thing where we look back at the initial email and go like wow eight years ago i can't believe that we (laughs) we decided to do this thing. So yeah, you know, it has been fun getting a chance to to not I I usually feel pressure uh, while we're recording to be like, okay, how how long is this tangent going on? Do I do we need yeah. to be pulled back on the rails here? But it's been fun to do an episode without rails. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening and you want to email us to like at what minute you checked out, uh, that would be fun data <laughs> yeah. uh, to get. But yeah, what appreciate... minute did you start slamming on the, the fast forward button until you got to the end? <laughs> right. Like, oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we appreciate uh, you you indulging us mm-hmm. in, um, yes. in musing about the last four years of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, so I, we've said it a couple times, I think, throughout, but like, thank you so much to everybody who's listened, um, listened even to one episode. I really hope this was not your first episode, but if it was, thank you for sticking through through the end. Um, but yeah, we are, I mean, as I hope it's super obvious, we're, we're not planning on going anywhere. We really like doing this thing. Um, right. So this is, this is the first 100 episodes. Um, and we'll see what happens with the next 100 episodes um, from here. But yeah, thank you for listening. We do love hearing from people. So please do reach out in whatever way makes sense to you. Um, yeah. And thank you to all the guests and all of our friends and stuff who pushed us to keep this thing going. I mean, you know, I think there's probably times where we felt like, ah, maybe should we wrap it up? But I think there's like this energy that sort of feeds back into itself. Um, that's been been lovely to be kind of a part of and be um, the recipient of as well. So, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, on that note, shall we sign off episode hundred and look ahead to the next 100 episodes? Yes. Yes. So yeah, I mean, we have uh, episode 101 is already in the can and I think you're really going to like it because we have yeah. a brand new guest talking about a game that we have not yet mentioned or discussed mm-hmm. on this podcast. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I have been Chris Salzman. I've been Andy Rao. Remember, if your players are having fun, you're a great GM. 